Hey fan bros, on this latest edition of Special Delivery, we cover San Diego Comic-Con and all your favorite fan bro shows like FX's The Strain and HBO's True Blood. And oh yeah, find out if Ben Hameen is still watching The Leftovers. No hate watching in 2014. Welcome to the Fan Bros, the show where the bros are fans. And welcome internets to another episode of Fan Fan Bros. The show where the bros are fans or something to that extent. It's your boy EJ Benhami, aka the William Shatner of hip hop. In the place to be tonight on this spaceship on the special delivery with the voice of the Urban Geek Fan Bros show. We are in the building. And I said we because it's not just me tonight. It's me and the one and only. That's right. Space Ghost producer, Kimsonian, a.k.a. Random Jenkins. Yes, a.k.a. Random Jenkins. Bitch, shout outs to Dulé Hill, who joined us this week on the Fan Bros Show and blessed Kimsonian with his new name. I like it. You can check that episode on our SoundCloud or on our iTunes. Hopefully you're subscribed to both of them. But right now, it's special delivery. It has been a huge weekend in geekdom. In television, we usually cover all the television news on special delivery, but tonight we have got to give you some information because San Diego Comic-Con is done and finito. The news is out there on the internet. Everyone's talking. Kimsonian, how'd you feel? I mean, we didn't make it out to San Diego Comic-Con this year. But, you know, we've been observing the news from out here. What was the biggest news for you? So, you know, I I guess my biggest thing was the Marvel lineup of movies coming out in the next uh, few years. Um, I know there's a lot of hype around the DC movies. The biggest thing about San Diego Comic-Con is that all the big movie studios come and present new footage or rare unseen stuff. And um, I was really looking forward to seeing what uh, kind of Marvel uh, lineup they were predicting you know I knew Ant-Man was going to be showcased uh, I was assuming Age of Ultron all these kind of popular titles the one thing that came out of left field that hit me and I should have been a little more aware was this trailer for Mad Max Fury Road Ooh. and I, I mean that came out of nowhere and I just caught I caught such a rush because I just remember being a kid. I'm old enough to have seen the Road Warrior in the movies when I was really young. And I just remember being so taken in by that film. And the fact that George Miller is going to be releasing this new version. I think it's a prequel. I, I saw one site that said it's a prequel. In a way, I don't really care. I just want to see the the kind of old school cars. I want to see like the humongous, you know, updated, whatever it is, um, his they, vision. They say the whole movie is one long car chase. Like there's, it's, you know, they didn't even have a script for the movie. They just storyboarded the film out like a comic book. And so it's like, they say the whole movie is car chasing. It's all done in camera. There's not a lot of effects. So yeah, that's next year. Definitely looking forward to that. Fury Road, Mad Max. Uh, Another big joint that I think a lot of people were talking about besides Marvel and DC is Legendary Pictures announced the new Godzilla. Yeah. They say that uh, Ghidorah, uh, Mothra... And Gamora, I think, or no, Gamora, that's a, um, Guardians of the Galaxy. 
Yeah, but there's going to be Straw Island. It, people are really hyped over it. The first Godzilla, the latest one, I liked. I wasn't too blown away, but, you know, hopefully they take what was good and get better with the sequel. Yeah, well, I was really um, excited because apparently Toho is allowing them to use, like you said, Ghidorah and Mothra and all the other ones, um, you know, in these upcoming Godzilla films. And then the Skull Island one is actually going to be more of a King Kong movie. And so, like, all these titles that, you know, I cherish so much, you know, I, I think that they're due for a revamp. I with you I, I agree the new godzilla it was fun you know if i was 12 years old i think i'd really really enjoy it um it's great though that they're able to relaunch this whole line and bring godzilla full you know uh back to the forefront of just movie going and um everything about godzilla you know i'm glad they're gonna go into the the whole godzilla universe word and like we said, Marvel and DC had their big hall presentations. DC showed some quick footage from Batman versus Superman. That's actually been leaked online already, so you can check that out. You can find it if you look for it. Eh, um, it was cool, whatever. Uh, Marvel also announced they talked about Ant-Man. They, they showed Avengers Age of Ultron footage, but that hasn't leaked yet. I have to say I was really disappointed in Marvel for not announcing a Black Panther film. Oh, yeah. One, there was one glimmer of hope, though, is that people have been saying that the Black Panther, there was, during the Avengers footage, they show Ultron attacking Africa or a city in Africa. So, you know, so maybe maybe uh, Africa. Yeah, Wakanda gets a little screen time, you might think. I think Black Panther might be being introduced in Avengers of Ultron. That is my hope right now. Marvel, please don't screw this one up. <laughs> That's all I can say. San Diego Comic-Con seemed to be pretty good. Hopefully we make it out there next year. You know, we're looking forward to New York Comic-Con. I'm even more amped now that San Diego's over. Right. But oh. this is special delivery, Kimsonian, and we got a lot to cover on TV tonight. So let's just get to it. True Blood, the final season. What's the name of this episode? So this episode is called Karma. And uh, clearly the theme of the episode is payback or, you know, what you, uh, what is it? You reap what you sow? Yes. So uh, big, big revelations. Uh, last episode we found out that Bill actually has the Hep V virus. Um, but then, uh, you know, super spoiler alert. I'm going to fast forward and then you can bring me back as you usually do ben but apparently suki has the hep v virus yes suki actually gave it to bill and another super spoiler uh numi in her new form you know sarah seems to have the cure for the hep v virus right so yeah there was a lot going on in this episode i really had to bid this one up because the final music the karma song they played yeah. as the credits rolled was awesome this episode overall, I, I really enjoyed. I have to say, life with Lafayette continued. Great scene with him. I wasn't as mad at the whole, you know, search for Terra that's still going on. It seemed to be a little dragged out, but uh, you know, any Lafayette is just ruling right now. So anytime he's shining, I'm not mad. Yeah, I was glad they gave him more screen time. I do have a very big problem with the pacing of the show. Uh, I still I, I still am not accustomed to how slow they're able to, I guess, 
divulge information. I don't know. It just, it just seems one slow sequence to another, and it kind of throws me off. I know it's not your typical action show. At the same time, though, I do feel like, you know, they do save the juiciest parts for, like, either the last 10 minutes or the very first five minutes. I did like that fight sequence at the beginning where Eric is taking out all the Yakuza. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, a lot of the stuff in between. I'm not really feeling the two kids storyline, the lovers. The It seemed a little Twilight to me and, and just a little too soap opery. And I just was like, just let's get to the, let's cut to the chase. But, you know, they're doing what they're doing. And, um, you know, I, I guess I, I wasn't as amped about it as you, Ben. Yeah, well, like I say, you know, it's the final season of True Blood. It's been counting down well enough to me. I, I thought the fight scene with Eric at the beginning was great. Eric chained up with the Yakuza was great. The Texas Yakuza boy in his white suit was just the highlight of the episode. And overall, like I say, True Blood is what it is. You can't really say that it's too soap opery because that's what True Brother is. It's a soap opera with vampires, so... You know, you get what you get. I guess Speaking so. Speaking <laughs> of vampires, though, Kimsonian, this week I finally ditched the leftovers. I couldn't take it anymore. Ah. Yeah. To all our fan bros out there, if you're still watching the leftovers, I'll talk about it when I catch up this week on the regular show. If you're still watching it, hit me on Twitter at DJ Ben. I mean, let me know why you're still watching this show because <laughs> I gave up. I'm not going to lie to you. And like I said, speaking of vampires, I had to move my dial over to the FX station and check out The Strain. I caught up this week, Kimsonia, watched the first two episodes, caught the latest episode tonight. Have to say, I'm loving this show, dog. Loving it. Hey, man, I was trying to tell you before, man, The Strain is, is really... Uh Again, I think we've covered these shows that deal with vampires. So True Blood, you know, is kind of the first take started a while back of trying to bring vampires in in a new light, not the same old stuff. But then you have Penny Dreadful, which really kind of reimagines, you know, Victorian London and throws the whole vampire werewolf thing in the mix. And now you have The Strain, which, of course, is based on the books. But at the same time, I really feel like they're they're doing what Walking Dead did to zombies. They're doing to, you know, the idea of Dracula and these and these uh, vampires. And um, yeah, I'm just having I'm not having fun watching it. I'm I'm trying to see where they're going to take us. Um, there's always something super gross in every episode. Oh that, my god! That's why I really like I really enjoy it because you know you know what you're getting. Uh, if you're a horror fan or if you're into this kind of stuff, you know you're going to get something. This show is like taking the creepiness of American Horror Story, the grossness of Walking Dead, and just mixing them all up. I'm loving it, like you said. It is, I, I, I'm, I'm amazed at what FX is getting away with. The name of this episode, the latest episode of The Strain, is called Dawn Smooth. And it refers to a moment in the show that is just like, wow, I really can't believe they just did that on television. Like, I don't even want to spoil it for people who haven't seen the episode yet. But like Kimsonian said, the strain manages to have a gross out moment that probably tops the gross out moment from the previous episode, which is already one of the grossest things you've already seen on television. <laughs> right, right. Every episode. So right. they are just continually finding a way 
to do something grosser than anything I've seen on cable television in a long time. Yeah. And I applaud them for it. Yeah, I think they're doing a really good job. I read an interview with uh, Del Toro uh, last week on uh, some website, and he was talking about it really starts to cook in four and five. So we're, we're up to episode three. Um, I think it's going to get a little more haywire. You know, you still have these tugs between the overall arc of revealing, I, I, I'll call him Dracula. I don't know what he's going to be called in it, but revealing the main vampire or the vampire leader in the show and kind of the personal story of the lead doctor uh, who's played by, um, uh, shoot, I forget his name. I think it's Rory Skoll, um, who also apparently is going to be in the new ant-man movie he's gonna be yellow jacket oh and, wow and wow. he's he's gonna be in uh the new season of uh oh shoot this other tv show anyway blanking on my mind but this guy's getting a lot of work all of a sudden i mean he's been working in bit parts like movies and tv but now all of a sudden he's gonna be all over the place and the strain is definitely putting his face uh you know front and center um, but again, I just wanted to say, uh, sometimes the violence or the gore in the strain is not necessarily over the top. I mean, there's always an over the top scene, but there's like little things that they do that they just, they just give you the shivers, you know, and I, I, I got to appreciate that for sure. I mean, the intro scene of this episode with the vampire putting his face on alone was just so disturbing and just like oh, <laughs> it's the best it, it was the best take i've seen so far in that you know these guys they look like bats and then well especially this particular one i call him the german and you know he had to put on his face to be a normal or a normal looking human being but um mm-hmm. I love the fact that there's also the, the kind of machinations. Who's pulling the strings? There's big corporations. And also the CDC is getting a lot of play these days, you know, on television, like from yeah. The Walking Dead. Like everybody talks about the CDC and the CDC is huge in the strain. You know, it's it's really interesting. I thought that was just a funny side tangent, you know, kind of thing. But really interesting take uh, visually on the whole lore of, uh, you know, the, the vampire lore. Most definitely. And one last thing about The Strain, for all my Lost fans out there, the show features two great characters or great actors from Lost. I don't know their names, but you'll recognize them instantly. And they're both shining so far on the show. So if you're a Lost fan, check it out. Even if you're just like not a Lost fan, like we said before, I'm really feeling The Strain so far. For a summer show, got a lot of action. A lot of horror, a lot of gore, nice little mystery. I'm really wondering, like, how the good guys are going to pull this one off because it seems like they're going to take a big, bad L in this show. <laughs> yeah. And, I'm, and yeah. I'm, like, wondering if this show is supposed to be, like, one season or something because it seems like the good guys are just not going to win. So it's, it's we'll a, it, Yeah, it, it, I, you're right. It's a losing battle. But you can't forget, you know, you're shouting out the lost actors. I mean, you got Samwise, man. Samwise oh, Gamgee is, is, I mean, he's front and center. I haven't seen that, you know, Sean Astin in a while, and he's he's got a little uh, double-dealing character going on, but just good to see his face on the screen, you know? Big Rudy is playing the Judas <laughs> on this show, folks. It's exactly. not looking good for him. But, yeah, Strain on FX, definitely one of the better shows. It took over my time slot from uh, Leftovers, so we'll be covering Leftovers on the regular Fan Bros show. 
But one more show we got to cover, Kimsoni, and we started off this season saying it might be the, the biggest fan bro show of the year. Do you still feel that way about Edston? Well, it seems what I, I don't know what the recipe is. And to answer your question, it, on paper, it was the fan bro ish show. If you were to tell me that Holly Berry is an astronaut and she's dealing with aliens and there's like the future and there's AI and uh, androids and robots and, you know, also the CDC, like there's all sorts of stuff for in, in the show. <laughs> I would say, wow, this is cool. What's I, I don't know what's happening. I think some of the writers from Resurrection got hired on this show, and there's a, a little, um, they caught the bug of kind of like these really meandering long kind of tempos of the show. I don't know if it's the direction, but I want it to be a little more amped. I want it to be a little more, again, like the True Blood thing, I want it to be a little more dangerous. And her puppy eye factor was on a thousand this last week, man. Yo, I, I'm sitting there watching the episode and I'm just crying laughing at the fact that we already said this, that, you know, you can make a supercut of Halle Berry's puppy eyes from all her movies. But so far in Extant, she has pulled it off once every episode and twice in this episode. Oh, yeah. And then there's various degrees of it, like full puppy eyes. But then there's like sometimes when she's just like looking and I mean, she's so beautiful, but then the puppy eye thing kicks in, and I'm kind of saying to myself, oh, man, like, do, do you buy it? Or she stays in that note, and it's kind of hard to to get her out of that, you know? But um, yeah. but uh, I think there's, again, there's, there's, there's a lot of promise there. I hope when the worlds collide, the two storylines, the two main storylines, I hope when they, they started meshing them now, so it's getting a little more interesting I wish that would have happened a little earlier, um, you know, but there's a lot coming down the pike. I hope it's a lot more explosive, and I hope we get to see Holly not just be kind of complaining with her problems and, you know, this and that, but that she actually kind of starts doing something. Yeah, I do have to say about Edston, though, that I still am feeling the one thing that's really, I do like the mystery of this show, and I like the fact that they're showing Holly getting more and more crazy and little more insane, like the brother of the magical Negro who's already been visiting her shows up in this episode. And she sees him at the party, talks to him, interacts with him, sees him interacting with other people. And then at the end, it's revealed that he was never there and she's hallucinating this dude just as much. So I'm really liking the fact that they're showing her descent into madness. And it might take a little longer than I'd like, but you know. Crazy time. You got to give us some time. Yeah, I guess so. I, it's funny that most of the black dudes on the show are not real, <laughs> which I thought was a whole other thing. <laughs> I was like, can we get one person who's black to really just be talking? I mean, you know, like... Is that like just, a commentary on the state of black men I, today? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it was just... It was like, a, you know, here you go, psych. You know what I mean? Kind of thing. Because when, when, when the brother showed up, when the, the brother of the magical space Negro showed up, I was like, oh, finally, like some reality from her past, you know, from somebody from her past. And um, and then it was like a ghost. And then I was like, wait a second, what's going on? 
So uh, I have yet to see a real black person on that show. A real black, a real black man. A real black man. Yeah, yeah no, there's definitely black real man. black people. Yeah, because so far, no, actually, not so many real black men. Right, right, right. Well, Tammy Roman from Basketball Wives is the real black woman, and her husband, you know, I guess as a as a role, you know, which is interesting. I like. I didn't know she was acting now, but I guess she's on a hit show with Holly Berry. Who knew that? Hey, why not? You know, everybody got to get that work. So yeah, extant. What is this third episode, fourth episode? Uh, this is the, I believe, the third episode. Okay, so for you know three episodes in, I have to say it's past my three episode test. The strain is definitely winning a three episodes test. True Blood, of course, it's on a final season, so you know we're just watching it, see who goes down bad. San Diego Comic Con, we'll talk more on that. This week on Fanbros Show, of course, any more news, you'll hear about it. You can check fanbros.com for the latest updates. Everything is going down in the world. You know how we do. It's Fanbros Show. Anything else, Timsonian, before we get out of here? I want to know what uh, Tatiana thinks about the new Wonder Woman suit. Oh, yeah. This is going to be a big one this week on Fanbros Show. Going to be a lot of talk about that. One last show I do want to shout out. I've been peeping Power on Stars. Oh. Not really a fan bro show, even though, I mean, it does feature a lot of bros in it. So, you know, I've been catching it. Any fan bros out there watching it, let us know if you want us to review it. I've been enjoying this show overall. It's not the best show, not the worst, but it's like six, seven episodes in at this point, and I'm still watching, so... It's got something going for it. Shout out to 50 Cent, executive producing that joint, and doing a great job acting in it as well. Cool. Yeah. All right. Great reaction right there. (laughs) I'm excited, Ben, for Power, (laughs) starring 50 Cent, executive produced by 50 Cent. I mean, I could just feel it through the airways right there. (laughs) All right, folks, this has been your boy, DJ Ben-Hameen, butchering my own name, alongside the homie, Kim Sonian, and this has been Fan Bro Show Special Delivery. Thanks for listening. Peace, God bless you, and good night. Cheer up.